how they pivoted during the pandemic and still stayed successful without being in front of people, like those businesses are more than likely still here today. The ones that didn't got left in the dust, people retired, closed up shop. Like there's a lot of small businesses that closed during that time, not because they didn't have a good product or a good you know sales team or any of that. It was just because they didn't adapt to the problem that was at hand. Welcome to the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative. Without a plan, you won't go far. 100%. So when you think of a plan, that can apply to business, your your home, your life in general, your career, any of that. And that's why, you know, a business without a plan is not a business, it's an idea. Possibly, that's what this first graphic is attributing it to. We'll go with that. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, it's, that's real. It's real, yeah. There's, um, there's just, I mean, I'm thinking of it more in the business sense, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, it applies across the board. Um, we get all the time, personally, people are like, man, like you, how did you do that? Or how did you accomplish this? Or like, you guys are, are young and, you know, look at, you own multiple businesses, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I planned it. I said, here's where I want to do. Here's where I want to go. Here's how I'm going to get there. And then I just start making steps to get there. And they're like, oh, it wasn't some magic thing. Like you didn't win the lottery, like whatever. It wasn't <laughs> luck. It wasn't luck. No, it was a plan. And a plan that was executed saying, this is where we want to be. This is where we want to go. And here are the steps that we need to take to get there. And we're just going to follow this plan. And inevitably, somebody comes and crashes in and wrecks that part of the plan. So you got to adjust. And then this part didn't quite work how you thought it would. So you got to adjust. But you still are following the plan, still going in the direction that you want to go. When you look at that on a business sense, like it's just exponentially more important that you look and say, okay, here's our business. Where do we want it to be? a year, five years, 10 years. What are the steps we need to take this today, this month, this quarter, this year to start in that direction and stay in that direction and know that something's going to crash in and some employee's going to mess this up and whatever, this customer's going to bail on you, whatever it is, you're just going to have to deal with these problems. You're going to have to deal with them with a good attitude and keep working the plan, keep taking it one step at a time. Yeah, I, I just did a carousel for us that was, you know, um, if you prepare to fail, then you will fail. So like, if you go through the motions and basically just be like, well, I'm 50-50 on this and I don't know if it's gonna work, so I'm gonna have this plan B. And then if that doesn't work, I'm gonna have plan C. It's like. <laughs> Guys, having more plans doesn't necessarily mean 
has a bunch of success. Yeah. It literally means that you're not putting everything into that real plan. Yeah, I think it's more of a mentality thing of like, uh, like you said, like I'm only gonna go into this plan A kind of half-heartedly because I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know how many times people have been like, I'm not sure, but I'm going all in and they've seen huge success. Like there's just something about saying I'm, I'm willing to willing to have the risk and not be 100% sure about this and then go all in on plan A mm-hmm. instead of just being like, well, here's plan A and eh, maybe, maybe, but here's plan B. And then if that doesn't work, plan C, whatever it is. Right. Like we've just got to have that mentality that like I'm willing to take the risk. I'm willing to step forward because I've kind of planned this out. I figured out where I want to go you know, kind of put the blinders on a little bit so that, you know, the shiny objects over here aren't distracting us and like, let's move forward. Yeah. And that's something that I've kind of had to break a little bit because in reality, you, the thought of like in the military and everything, like a, a contingency plan, like if A doesn't work, then go to B and B is a C. That makes sense in certain circumstances. But like, when it comes to something successful of a business or a project or whichever, um, I like to think of it like, like you said, if you're not going all in on it, you're essentially not putting the effort for success. Like you're, you're just right. going through the motions with an idea that is already kind of truncated to fail. Mm-hmm. Like if you go through and I mean, if you like, what's uh, what's his name? Cardone. Um, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. I mean, he talks about that stuff a lot, and you know, you can go through the motions for ideas, but you don't go through the motions with a plan. Like, if you have a plan and you set everything up for it, you go through all logistics of how this is going to work, and then day three something comes up. That doesn't mean drop the plan. And that doesn't mean completely delegate to something else entirely. Deal with it as it comes. And like, you're going to have problems. Like prepare to have problems, but don't prepare to have problems that are gonna make you change your plan. Right. And I think that there's the other aspect of this that some people get stuck in planning and then they never move forward. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's do this. Let's do, oh, I want it to be like this. I like. I want to figure this out. I got to have it all written, whatever. Like they just get all stuck in like preparation mode. And then it's like, hey, at some point you got to take a step forward. Like you got to be like, great, this is good enough for now. Let's take a step while we continue to improve. You got to move forward. Otherwise, what's the point in planning? You hear a lot where it's like, now's not the right time. (laughs) And Gary Vee actually is like the definition of like the time was yesterday. You're already behind, (laughs) essentially. Like the more you think about it's not the right time, you're wrong. Like any time to start something new that you are passionate about or that you have a great idea that you're willing to put all in and just go for it. That's now, like literally now, like any time that we want to try something or if we have you know, uh, we made a mistake on something or a problem came up, that's fine. Like mistakes happen and problems happen and that's fine. But at least we try. And I think that there's a lot of people that 
have great ideas and have the means of doing things, but those things don't happen because they're too much, there's too much time spent on conceptualizing the plan and not enough time of actually doing it. I think there's two reasons for that. I think one is some people are perfectionists. They, got it, they want it perfect. They want to know it's going to work and it's got to be just right. But I think the more common reason and more detrimental reason is that people are afraid. What if I take that first step? What if it doesn't work quite right? What if I get embarrassed? What if this whole thing is a sham? Whatever. And the thing, it, I mean, it goes back to having a good attitude of like, so what? Like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? What is the worst that can happen? If you started up a business today for, I don't even know, dude, um, uh, pins. I don't know, pins, just pins. Like, like the metal pins or whatever. You bought a machine, you had some cool ideas, you started an e-commerce site, you did all the things, you're posting every day and you're just not meeting the sales that you thought of. Okay. Maybe, maybe you still got to keep putting time in and effort and whatever, but what is the worst thing that happened from that whole scenario? Because at the end of the day, if you have a bunch of product, you manufactured something, you went through logistics of running a business for a few short months or whatever, you learned how to create an e-commerce site yourself and you learned how to do accounting for a business and all that. All of those things are going to play out into your next endeavor. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't hit reset on a business two and three and four and whichever, like not every business is going to be successful. And that means that you might have businesses that, you know, sound great and on paper, they're great. And you're like, this is totally going to work. And then you go to the market and it's crickets. Yeah. And then you have something that's like, I guess I could try that. And then it explodes <laughs> and you're like what yeah I, yeah it really is that just like let's put away the fear because fear is a liar fear is telling you that like if you take that first step you know just absolutely your life is going to fall apart you will be living on the street like it's it's no. just throwing all these lies at you and you just put away the fear and say okay, i'm gonna i'm gonna move forward I've got a plan together. I'm not going to get stuck in the planning mode, but I'm going to I'm going to make sure I've got some sort of idea of where I'm going. You you should plan. Start. You should plan. Like don't don't think of it like, "Hey, I got an idea. I'm going to rush into it and not even think of anything else or do any logistics whatsoever. I'm just going to jump right into it." That's not going to work either, right? Like you you do need to conceptualize and figure out, do some research, whatever. You know, do its due diligence, yeah. I guess. But if you do those things, it does not mean it's going to be successful. I think people misconstrue that. They're like, well, I researched and this is what the market wanted and I gave them what they wanted. It's like, maybe you were literally like a month late. Like legitimately, there are products out there that launched either too early to where it was like too much for some people or too late that it was already too late to the game. Mm -hmm. A good example of that, Clubhouse. Hmm. Clubhouse was very early on. They put too many restrictions on it. And, you know, they did like the invite only kind of thing. It was a great idea and it really skyrocketed in the pandemic, I feel like. 
And then, like I said before, Facebook did it and Twitter did it. They basically took the idea that they had and they just applied it to what was already established, their users that were already there. And now Twitter is using the audio rooms every day. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't think I've heard anything about Clubhouse in the last six months. So I don't know how they're doing. I hope, you know, their next endeavor is not as restrictive. And, you know, they plan a little bit more to when the opportunity comes for expansion, like don't blindly go into it, but also don't keep yourself in a corner to the point where competition passes you. Yeah. And that's again to the, maybe not Clubhouse specifically, but this this applies a lot to say like, hey, that fear is getting in my way of taking that first step. And then I miss this opportunity. Now the fear of saying like, ah, like I need to go back to planning mode and stuff. And you're just like, we just need to, we need to have this plan and we need to keep moving forward. And we know mm -hmm. again, stuff's gonna crash in and try to mess up our plan and we need to adjust and keep moving forward. The easiest example of crash in and completely derail the train is the pandemic. Right. Like how businesses, and I know people hate that word now, but it's the truth. Like how businesses pivoted to changing that way of what they did within sales or marketing or anything like that how they pivoted during the pandemic and still stayed successful without being in front of people, like those businesses are more than likely still here today. The ones that didn't got left in the dust, people retired, closed up shop. Like there's a lot of small businesses that closed during that time, not because they didn't have a good product or a good you know, sales team or any of that. It was just because they didn't adapt to the problem that was at hand. Right, and that like, that pandemic ruined their plan basically of here's how we're going to operate our business. But the specifically like in the restaurant industry and so forth, they would quickly create a new plan or a sub plan or like a temporary plan that says, okay, now we're going to serve people like drive through only, or now we're going to serve people curbside only delivery only, whatever. Like we came up with like, a, here's a different plan. Here's how we're going to move forward right now. And now, the beauty of that and being able to say like, put your fear aside, make this new plan, make this adjustment. Now, post pandemic past that, we've now got all these restaurants are like, hey, this delivery thing's kind of nice. Let's keep that around. Hey, this curbside pickup's kind of nice. Let's keep that around. Mm -hmm. All these things that they're innovation, they, you know, people were forced to create online ordering that they didn't want to do before. And now they have that feature. And it's and become it's, like, a necessity at this point. 